Welcome back to the Doncast, a podcast all about Doncaster. This week on the Doncast, we're talking to Dr. Jackie Mulligan, the owner of Shop Happy. Shop Happy is bringing a brand new online digital shopping experience to Doncaster. Jackie talks about where the Shop Happy idea first came from, how it's transforming shopping in today's world, and how all businesses across Doncaster can get involved on the platform. The Doncast brought to you by Market Asset Management, the market operators. And don't forget to follow me at that David on Instagram and YouTube. <laughs> I don't know if that bit can go in, it's going in. Just before we get into this week's episode, just a second to tell you about the Creator Pod in the Wool Market Doncaster. You can come and create your content for your business, your personal brand using all this gear in this room keep an eye out on the creatorpods.co.uk website because as soon as lockdown is lifted we're ready to go and if you'd like to come and sit in this chair and be a guest on the doncast then all the details will be in the description box below get in touch and let's get you on let's have a chat enjoy today's episode today on the podcast on the doncast we have do i call you jackie or do i call you dr mulligan it's whatever you think it works best for you, to be honest. I'm Jackie, but it's quite funny that I'm often Dr. Jackie. So I, feel, I can't help you if you've got any dodgy rashes, David. That's yeah. all, all I can say. <laughs> I was just about to say. <laughs> yeah, if you've got anything wrong with you, this is not the moment to start telling me about it. <laughs> it definitely isn't in front of all these viewers. <laughs> <laughs> we might have more than five this week. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, I always like to start. Um, I'm going to just go with Jackie. <laughs> um, I That's always much better. Start by you introducing who you are and what you do, because obviously you know you better than I do. So who are you and what do you do, please, Jackie? So my name is Jackie Mulligan and I'm the founder of shophappy.com. I started shophappy.com in 2016. I live in Yorkshire and uh, you might detect from the slight accent that I'm not originally from Yorkshire. Don't hold that against me. I did actually grow up in London, but uh, I moved to Yorkshire uh, back in 2005 and uh, love it up here mm, it's good in it i do it I, is i love Yorkshire. it is good in it it is <laughs> it is definitely um shop happy then so obviously one of the main reasons why why we're having this conversation you're on because this is a podcast all about doncaster is the fact that shop happy is now taking over doncaster um, so I don't know if you want to tell us a little bit more about what Shop Happy uh, actually is um, and how you've managed to uh, take over Doncaster with it. <laughs> well, we, it hasn't taken over Doncaster. Doncaster's going to take over Shop Happy. That's the way it will be. Um, so shophappy.com, it's a digital platform that just makes it easier for people to see why they should go into Doncaster, have a good browse, think about where they're going to go, what they can book, what can they, they can buy. But it, as it has been really difficult over the last year, for people to sort of get out of the houses, businesses have been closed. It enables people to order items and also get them home delivered or collect in person at a convenient time for them. So it's just starting. So basically what's been really lovely is to see businesses already signing up, which is great. Um, so in the next few weeks, you will see Doncaster emerge on uh, Shop Happy and you'll be able to see all the lovely uh, shops, the services, the cafes, events you can do, things you can book, that kind of stuff. And what we want is people back into our high streets. If they, if you come in to collect your items, great. If you come, if you use it and it influences you to spend a good day in Doncaster, that's brilliant. And if you just are shielding or nervous or busy, 
you can still support local and get a home delivery. That's the idea because we, we all have an emotional connection to where we live. People are enormously proud of living in Doncaster, wherever they live, it's where, you know, it's where you have those ties. Yet we spend all of our money with these multinational giants that have no link to our own communities. So what shophappy.com does is level the playing field and makes it easier for us to spend where our hearts are. Oh, brilliant. It's like you've said that before. (laughs) (laughs) Never. That was the first time. (laughs) Yeah, that is absolutely fantastic. When did you first uh, come up with the idea then of Shophappy? How did it all start? How did it begin? Well, um, I live in a place called Saltaire, which is a lovely World Heritage site. We always say, why go to the pyramids when you can come to Saltaire just outside Bradford? Um, And it's got uh, the Hockney Gallery, the mill and everything. And I moved here and I just love it because it's such a great community, great small businesses. Um, I'm bringing up my family here and they feel safe here. And it's just it's just home. Uh, But what I could see was a lot of the businesses were struggling um the there was an amazing little shop and it closed down and she only needed 30 more customers a month the fact was that even though we're all living so close to the high street most of us were buying from amazon or from other online giants and superstores yet when our friends came to stay we'd always parade them down the high street and be really proud of where we lived <laughs> so it struck me that our high streets are becoming like libraries that we like the fact they exist but we don't necessarily use them and when they're threatened, we obviously defend them, but we're still not giving them that custom. So um, I, got, I used to get quite upset about this because, you know, when your kids are walking home, if they're going past a ghost town, they're not going to be as safe. There's much more chance of violence and crime, etc. Mm-hmm. The fact that if your, your kid is a bit worried or insecure, they could run into a local shop is really important. So um, for, I was also doing a lot of doctoral research at that, that time. I was an academic. And it was all about well-being and mental health and how you feel about where you live. And if you're walking down a, a place with shuttered up shops, you don't feel safe, but you also don't feel particularly inspired. Mm-hmm. Whereas I could walk down my local high street and feel really excited about where I live and feel like, oh, I could do this. I could do that. It's loads of ideas. So I had this idea of why don't we try and make it easier for people to spend locally? There's 10 million of us live within 200 metres of a local high street. Our high streets should be thriving, but they're not. So how can we level this? So in 2016, I took a leap out of my very secure career and uh, jumped into this technological world and spoke with developers, got my local businesses together and sort of tried to connect the dots that basically how can we make it that you make it easier for customers like me to support you? Um, And uh, it was convenience with a local conscience was kind of the idea. And um, it started to take off. People really liked the idea. Customers particularly love the idea of being able to see their local area in one place. Uh, businesses were always a little bit reticent in 2016 about digital because they saw, I think, digital as a bit of an enemy, really. Mm. Digital takes the trade away. Digital's Amazon. Digital's a distant warehouse. But actually, it's such an opportunity because so many people are on, on, online and you're missing it if you're not actually online as well. But there were real barriers for local businesses, how much it costs to set up a website, how much uh, resource they might need. So the whole thing was to make it just super easy for people to make that step into online. And uh, when COVID struck, I basically create, uh, pivoted the platform so it would have delivery on it because it always used to be about shop, you know, digital shop window, influence people to come in, 
if they want to support local, they could buy from different local shops, your bread, your veg, whatever, and you could go to a collection point after the shops have closed. Usually that was a pub because I like gin and I like shopping. So <laughs> perfect. Um, but actually more of it was about people realizing these shops exist. Shops can be in place for years and years and years and people still go in and go, oh, I didn't know you were here. Yes. So there's something missing. So this was the, the gap. And it was it was it's been a tumultuous journey. And during COVID, uh, the beginning, we just I could see obviously what was happening in Wuhan at the time. I was absolutely terrified because Shop Happy's mission is about creating better places to live and work. And all I could think of is we're going to wake up in a year's time and there'll be just warehouses mm. if we don't do something. Yeah. So we offered free support for local businesses to join and it started to grow from there. So we went from, uh, you know, just over 20, 29 towns to over a hundred in about three weeks wow. of businesses joining. So, and now we're, we're sort of stabilizing and Doncaster's the latest that's jo joined us. And it's all about partnership. You know, our high streets were, and our markets were lagging behind the times. And now we're hoping, you know, COVID has accelerated digitalization and the realization yes, of how important that is. Yeah. But uh, now is the time to sort of give people a local choice of where they can spend their money. Yeah, it's all music to my ears because um, obviously we know the last 12, 18 months have been absolutely dreadful. It's been awful. Like, But that if you have to, and I'm, I'm a very optimistic and, and positive type person, I've got to look for silver linings. And I do think that one of them is that we, in particular retail um, and, and just high streets in general, they have moved forward maybe five years worth within only 12 months and everybody mm. is accepted. I really like uh, something you said there about uh, convenience, like with a community aspect to it, because the one word that I keep hearing over and over again is community. And yeah. I think this last 12 months, another silver lining is people are now appreciating what they've got. They're appreciating that that their friend's uncle that owns the shop down the end of the road does need you to actually go and shop in it. And like what yours, everything you've said is, is exactly what uh, me, my part of my work with the market, you know, nobody really understands and knows local independent businesses like we do. Cause we have, you know, hundreds of, of them across our market estates and, uh, and they do need the help. They have a, they have a real um, community fan base, but it's like, but you need to come and spend your money. It's no good saying the market used to be great 30 years ago. It's like, yeah, we'll come and spend your money in it, please. And the fact yeah. that Shop Happy is now here to, to add a different way of looking at it. So now it's like, it, I, I think it's a fantastic thing, by the way, as well, Shop Happy. I think oh, it's a great you. thing because like what you're saying is, I might not have the time this week to go and do all my grocery shopping at the market, but I'll have time to do a click and collect or if I can get a delivery and still support my local greengrocer, I, just, I don't, I, I see zero negative signs because you people, ultimately we want people to come into the market. Of course we do for the experience, but then we don't want to uh, alienate all those people that can't quite make it in all of the time. So I do think it's bridged this gap and it's, it's added. It's not take, like you were saying, online's not necessarily taken away. It's, You've just got to adapt. And I think this pandemic has has really put people um, a good few years. Well, it's it's about people who are being able to maintain their friendships during, you know, during lockdown. We had um, we launched in a town with a great market 
and one of our most regular customers was 80 years old. <laughs> she was using Shop Happy for home delivery because she couldn't get out. Yeah. But she still wanted to support her local butcher. And she, well, not, she actually really liked them, not even support. She really liked, you know, once you go to a local indie butcher, you never buy supermarket meat again, that's for sure. Correct. So she, she wanted to have that. Her choice felt like, well, I have to learn to do this online business, but I've got to do it with these multinationals. Whereas actually, Shop Happy gave her an opportunity to keep that friendship alive. 40% of our users are over 50, and a majority of those are over 65, but 40% are under 34. So I think there's two, there's a kind of younger market that has kind of over years migrated away from the high street, away from shopping in person. And now this provides, bridges that gap, lets them discover local. And I also think we've just been so devoid of social contact that I think we've realized what we were taking for granted. Yes, massively. That that for me will work hugely in our favor, particularly our wool market venue where we've got the street food. So it's not a one-off restaurant where you all have to, you know, you and your five friends have to all want to eat the same food or the similar food. You can come in, you can choose whatever you want. Someone can have Peruvian, someone can have pizza, someone can have Indian, but you're all together. And I think just, um, I look after the um, the Facebook page for the wool market as well. And as soon as Boris made those initial roadmap day announcements, the amount of messages we've had about, please can we book as soon as, it's, yeah. it's gone incredible like this place will be in a safe manner i must say will be very very busy the tables will be full in a safe uh in a, in a safe manner because obviously we, we've got extra security staff we're, we're prepared for it but we do we do know people like you say have been devoid of that social contact for so long everybody just wants Absolutely. to come and have a drink and a bite to eat and say hello to the mate yeah and go and see the low you know we miss popping into shops i mean Part of the thing which was quite interesting during the first lockdown was people saying, I'm losing track of time. And if you think about it, your daily routine was probably punctuated by popping into the shop, get the paper or chat to so-and-so. It's part of your community. What I think is going to be really interesting is how how work life is changing and how much that might benefit places which were predominantly places where you commuted from. Mm. So particularly, uh, you know, Doncaster, the whole of Doncaster has these fantastic smaller market towns that could also uh, can also join Shop Happy. So this whole thing is about regenerating the whole area. I mean, I went to the wool market and uh, before, you know, a couple of years ago, maybe or a year, year or so ago. God, I've lost track of time. <laughs> and it was fantastic. All the little um, little sort of boutique stalls. And then there was a, like, I think, I think I might've had cupcake, but I can't, you know, I don't yeah. want to admit that in public, but <laughs> a lovely, lovely cafe latte. It's a real nice environment. It's well ventilated. Markets are the great place for that entrepreneur's pipeline to come through as well. Definitely. And uh, Dream Bakes, you know, that's um, was one of the first businesses that contacted us to say, could you bring Shop Happy uh, to Doncaster? And um, so it came from businesses anyway. And she had a good few businesses that said, we'd like to do this. I think it isn't just about going online. It's about collaborating because Mm. the reason why Amazon and these big multinationals work is because they make it so easy and everything's in one place. So I don't have to even think about going outside. We need Doncaster to be like that. You go online, you can see everything. There's no reason to go to other places but if everybody always is looking after themselves it makes it harder for the customer so no customer isn't going to go through 15 different website links to support local and uh, a customer isn't going to facebook message jeff bezos when they want a t-shirt you know it's (laughs) like get get real these marketplaces are working make a marketplace work for doncaster 
Yeah, hundred percent. We hope. Um, obviously, this podcast, um, as I've said a couple of times now, just being all about Doncaster is all about collaboration. And the way that we, the vision we have for the market estate in general in Doncaster, is we want it to be the hub of the community. We want it to be a place for opportunity. Where you mentioned there about entrepreneurs and things like that, it's very low risk for high reward coming into the market. You know, you don't have to take on a big, you know whatever year lease on a huge property to start a business you can literally just come start small see what happens it, it may grow into something incredible um if not the the risks aren't aren't too bad and yeah. but it's got to be about the community the amount of community collaborations that we're involved with right now uh or we're literally just waiting for boris to give us the go to be able to go ahead yeah. with things and this pod- i think there's so many positives i mean i, I, I think there's so many positives in terms of thinking has, has come about from uh, from COVID I mean it's been horrific for people but the community have come together there's been more sort of 85,000 businesses started during the first lockdown wow you know, so we focus we, we all focus too much on what we lost and not maybe what happened as a result that maybe inspired people to think again people on furlough suddenly thinking why am I doing this job that I'm not happy about mm. suddenly our mortality becomes very real and people start questioning their life choices yeah. And uh, also, we all got to learn how to bake banana bread. And so I expect some banana bread bakers all across the country from this. Yeah, it is so true, though. No, it, it is great. And I, I'm just really pleased that we're able to do our bit, right, raising awareness, like making this podcast. This podcast only works with collaboration. If I don't have anyone to talk to, it'd be a pretty boring podcast. So we are all about the collaboration. I'm so happy. I've got to ask you what the doctor if you want to talk about it, obviously. <clears throat> what was the doctor? How did you become uh, so the, a doctor? So the doctor, well, I was an academic for a lot of years. And um, on, when I was just getting to the end of, um, well, I'd had my idea for Shop Happy and things. I had to finish my PhD in my first um, first year of running Shop Happy. So I wouldn't recommend that ever to anybody. <laughs> but um, I did a PhD and it was all about creativity and um, what inspires people to be creative. And um, through that, I started to do a lot of research into social psychology. So my background was events and experiences and tourism and that kind of stuff. And that got me to thinking more about well-being and how um, how our own physical environment affects how we feel. And um, I think that's why a lot of us during when we've been locked in, sort of working from home, we've sort of been conscious of our environment and what can we do to make it better for working. So um, um, that was my, my doctorate was that. And uh, but I did a lot of stuff around stats and logistic regression and hor- horrific things that I'm pleased that I don't have to do again. Um, <laughs> but I also did lots of research in future trends. So you will see behind me, there's a strange shadowy bloke, cardboard one. I'll I just emphasize that <laughs> uh, because a lot of my background research was on things like future trends um, and environment sustainability. So I used to lecture and speak um, in, you know internationally about these topics to the events industry and interestingly the events industry um, was very worried about the potential of pandemics etc affecting it and of course it has dramatically one thing we do do on shop happy is because of, probably because of my events background we do enable people who want to create an event to join shop happy so in Doncaster if there's someone who does arts fairs or food and drink festivals or comic festivals or whatever they can use the Shop Happy platform in Doncaster for free um, to host their events, even just for a couple of weeks to give them another platform, because I just think we can't ignore how important digital will continue to be 
because behaviors have shifted. It only takes three months to lock in a behavior. We've been locked down and going digital for 12 months. That's a, that's an established behavior now. Yes, I agree with that. It does sound low that um, all of the things that you were studying and doing before, I can see how they've lent themselves into the creation of Shop Happy uh, and knowing trends. Yeah, I've always been inspired by creative people and I see so much creativity and adaption. You know, you, it's interesting how people reacted to COVID in terms of small businesses. We had a fantastic art shop that uh, had his supply chain cut during COVID, couldn't go into his physical premises. And he started to do online art classes and his online art classes are more successful than his real ones used to be. So wow. his real ones used to have a class of eight. His online classes have a class of 40 and he sells his online classes through Shop Happy. And what I think digital gives businesses is an opportunity to reach new markets, an opportunity to continue relationships with existing. Because what you said is those that might come into the market maybe once a month and then the rest of the weeks, you don't want them shopping in a superstore, you want them carrying on coming to you. So it keeps that relationship, but it also gives people a safe space to test an idea without much outlay. So we had this pizza cafe who could who closed and he called us and said he wanted to join Shop Appy and he, want, he had a, an idea for selling ingredients that the customers could put together at home because he couldn't sell in the cafe. So he said, that sounds like a brilliant idea, just do it. You only have to worry about it if a customer orders it. Well, of course, he got inundated with orders, so he had a lot to worry about. But, <laughs> but the point was that then the customers were putting together the pizza. We had live bake-alongs done by bakeries. There was so much innovation. So it was horrific. It's been a horrific 12 months, and I don't think we're fully out of it. No. I think there'll be a lot. It's going to be a bit turbulent for, for a while to come. But what it did show us was the incredible resilience and creativity of small businesses and how important they will be in forming that national recovery that we all need. Yeah, 100%. I, um, I think it's incredible. I always like to finish or use my last question, if I may, um, around a similar topic. Now, it, the question was designed for traders um, originally. So I ask, if you could work anywhere on the market, where would you work? And we obviously had some butchers uh, throwing some shots at the greengrocers saying, oh, greengrocers, they've got it easy. So I'd just do what they do. But for you not being a trader, but obviously it's almost like you've took over every shop and every industry with Shop Happy. Um, if you were opening a business at, at Doncaster Market or whatever market that you like, what do you think you'd do? Well, I mean, I, for purely selfish reasons, I'd open some kind of gin bar, but I'm not sure it'd be that profitable. Uh, you're drinking all the for obvious reasons I'm not sure that'd be profitable but my daughter really wants to open a small shop and she wants to bring back comics wow comic books and things so I think there's a lot I think there's a lot of opportunity in niche stuff as well as um general but I also think the food side fresh food recipe boxes date nights that kind of thing I, I do a stall like that but ultimately a gin bar would be the ultimate dream yeah well, uh, if I can get you a good deal. Is there space? Is there space there? That's all I'm asking. <laughs> yeah, I'll send you some details afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's absolutely fantastic. Unless there's anything else that you want to add, obviously the links and stuff will be all down below for people to get involved. Shop Happy. I know that I've sent the details out to every single trader across our estate to get involved. because well, a few of them have already started signing up. So thank you for that. Because yeah. I wondered where that had come from. That is brilliant. Um, but yeah, unless have you got anything else that I'll leave it to you to uh, to end the well, show? 
it's free it's free to join for businesses there's no commission on sales customers uh, you know support it if you think this is a great idea um and you want to support your local businesses prove to them that it's right to go digital and it's good to go digital together and businesses you know the, the council are supporting you this is free what is there to lose just adapt just join us absolutely brilliant i really appreciate your time jackie thank you very much thank you david